0: I'm Alicia Sweeney. You are listening to Indie1023. Joined in our studio today by UK rock band Idols. They're back in the US touring in support of their fourth album, Crawler. First of all, welcome back to the States and welcome back to Colorado.
1: Thank you, Alicia.
0: I noticed on your Instagram stories yesterday that you were rolling around in some snow.
1: Did that go online?
0: Mm-hmm. What was it like being in the snow after, you know, hanging out for a couple days in the desert at Coachella?
1: Um, it's, it was a request of mine. I asked our, our new driver Bud if he could stop when we get to some snow so I'd get out. Something I've always wanted to do.
0: And was it fulfilling?
1: It was refreshing, yeah. Mm-hmm. felt good. Good. Real good. Thank you for asking.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm feeling really good today because you're joining us in the studio to play us some songs. So what are you going to do for us first?
1: I don't know, Bo. What are we going to do first?
2: MTT420RR.
3: It was February I was cold and I was high Mm It was February I was cold and He looked up, he lost control He was decline, he was jelly around, It was February, I was cold and I was out is not enough to make him home it was February I was called Mother's boy, I can see my spinal cord swing high. Hey hey hey. It's raining glass like a fever storm. Every promise I have sworn to The swell of heaven on mother's boy I can see my spinal cord swing high
4: Hey, hey, hey. This raining glass like a fever storm Every promise I have sworn tonight Hey Hey,
3: hey. It was February I was cold on my word. Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for? Are you ready for the storm?
4: Storm, are you ready for? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for? Are you ready for the storm? Are you ready for the storm?
0: That's the album opener from Idol's new record, Crawler. This is Indie 102.3. This song's pretty... I like the
2: way you weren't brave enough to say it after the... <laughs>
1: How are you going to say it, Alicia? It Alicia, there, Alicia come, on. Um, come on.
2: How are we going to do it?
0: MTT 420
1: RR. That was very well pronounced. I, li- I like that way. That was, <laughs> that was a good one.
0: Yeah, if you, you. if you need somebody on the road to, to help, uh, you know, get, get on stage and narrate that for you, I'm Stop happy to do that. Still trying to
1: get on the bandwagon. <laughs> come
0: on. This is uh, uh, the, the song that kicks off the album, a very deeply personal record of yours, especially uh, you, Joe, as this is a, a song that you've written about, uh, you know, your addiction and recovery mm-hmm. as well. Can you tell us more about the track? And-
1: it's a track that uh, Bowen and I wrote together. I wanted to start, the. I was obsessed with the idea of starting with an LFO. I think that was my only input for the instrumentation at the start. Mm. And then Bowen kind of, went away with it and did his thing, as he often does. And it's the first track I've ever written lyrics for and then sent them to you to be like, what do you think? I'm thinking about a narrative, as an allegory for what the album was about, which is about recovery. And yeah, it was a really beautiful thing. It was definitely the best song we've done, I think, in my opinion. I know a lot of people may disagree with us, but they're not in the band. This is a really good time for us. I think we learned a lot from each other in terms of writing, and it's definitely for us our most accomplished song. So I love it.
0: Yeah, because you guys are a five-piece band, but is it is it Joe, you and you and Bowen that kind of start with the foundations of the track for most things?
1: Yeah, the last two albums, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And for you, Bowen, what was it like when and when Joe came to you with this song in particular? And you're he said he sent you the lyrics for this. You probably—he's a friend of yours. You've seen him struggling.
2: Yeah, I mean, we—I well, we, I think I think we knew even before the lyrics of the song that that this kind of like reflection mm. on Joe, self-reflection from Joe, was going to be the the goal of the album and like the the story of the album. And then what I find was how very Joe it was the lyrics, especially on this song, because it goes from this. Very harrowing description of someone after a motorcycle accident, but then there's like a little bit of humor in there that's like very gallows humor and but surrealist and uh, very Joe. So it's just very it's a very typified Joe in a very short space of time, um, and then it made me think a lot more about what the song could then become and how we would approach the production and, you know, being this thing where you kind of lose a sense of it and lose control and it spirals in certain directions and centres back. That felt like the narrative that Joe was portraying and I wanted the music to reflect it.
1: Mm. It was like a vice versa Mm. because you were creating landscapes for my lyrics on some of the songs and some of the songs I wrote the music for and then he'd complete it. And then it would still give me a landscape that would change. Like half the songs I wrote in the vocal booth at at the studio and half I wrote before. So like it just gave us a lot of time to kind of push each other in new directions, which is great.
0: Yeah. And this was an album that you guys recorded during the pandemic. Yeah. And then had you begun writing the songs pre-2020? No. I don't know your timeline as far as getting sober or recovery. I'm guessing this was hugely cathartic for you?
1: Yeah, in a a different way. Nothing to do with addiction or recovery. Mm. I'd recovered in a way. I'm still recovering. You're always recovering, really. Especially if you're around good people and you've got an amazing job. This is different. This was like, it's a musical catharsis. I've been sober for about two years. Mm. And this was something else. This was us progressing as musicians. like. Really, the journey that we had as a band was about a renaissance. Ultramono was us butchering the caricature of what idols had become. We would built with our audience gladly and we wanted to murder it so we could start again and, and push our audience in a new direction. Bowen was keen to do that. I was keen to do that and um, it gave us a new lease of life. You know, I wasn't struggling with anything else. I had a lot of trouble during the Ultramono time. And I came out of it and I was just ready. And we all were. And we were very interested in each other and what we had to offer. And I think what came out of it was the first chapter in something more brilliant that we're capable of and creating a a, a more fruitful relationship with our audience yeah. who are loyal, um, but in a way that's is fueled by open-mindedness, you know? We're all. You can see there's a sense of wanting to be challenged. It's not the by-numbers, generic music that, even in the stuff that we love, you know, like we talk about post-punk, noise rock, and but we want to challenge those fans. We don't just want to challenge the new fans that only listen to, like, commercial radio before and then suddenly they're into a bit of rock and roll. We want to challenge all our fans, and we want to be on the edge of something familiar and something volatile. And that can that violence can be a beautiful thing and it's it's full of love. It's not you know, we're not here to uh piss anyone off. We're here to create a community and something much bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And we're there, you know, and it's a beautiful thing.
0: I love that that there's a violence in your sound in both a beautiful and a visceral carnal way.
1: Yeah, you know, all the best art is violent, you know, or you just go through the history of it you know in a brush stroke in a in a palette in a tone of voice in the sound of drums in anything you know is seeing the whites of the eyes of the of the, the 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 teller yeah and seeing the pain or the joy to be to bring brilliance to anything gives people a sense of existence beyond the everyday and that brilliance is what keeps people, not young, but keeps people vibrant Mm. and interested. I think the only way to be interesting is to be interested. And that goes two ways. Art isn't a one-way thing. It's not about the artist. It's about the relationship that you build with your language, with your audience, whether you see them or not.
0: Mm -hmm. You're going to play us another song next. This one has a little bit of pain and joy in it, I think.
1: I think they all do, especially when I'm singing.
0: This one's Meds. It's Idols in the CPR Performance Studio here on Indie 1023.
4: Jesus loves a tribe. Call off the town cry. Climb that razor wire then Medicaid, meditate, Medicaid Hide your crescent bruise Shine your nation's shoes Tie your owner's noose then Medicaid, meditate, Medicaid Still got me here Smash pills, fear no fear I came in from the rear to Medicaid Medicaid, Medicaid Drugs lost what I had found Burned friendships to the ground Turned my frown upside down They're Medicaid, Medicaid, Medicaid On a house within Lather Baby skin Alleviate your kin Now that's what I call Medication Medication appreciate the wine Your card has been declined So Medicaid, Medicaid, Medicaid Kill them, medicate, medicate,
0: medicate. Meds from Idols. This is Indie 1023. Alicia hanging out with the band. Crawler was recorded at Peter Gabriel's studio in Bath. Yes. How was that experience like? How did you choose that studio?
2: I think it's 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 ruined us for any other studio that we go to. Really? Yeah, it's the yeah. it's like it's the best studio in the world. I I think that's one of yeah. It's, it's very well regarded, um, and you can tell why as soon as you go there. There's a real feeling to the place, real sense. So like as you go, come in, there's this massive old Victorian mill, mm-hmm. and then behind it is this like super modern James Bond bad guy kind of lair building at the back. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a real experience for us because it was in the middle of lockdown. You were allowed to work, so you, everyone everyone else was at home. But if you were working, you were allowed to leave your house. So we all kind of got tested, and then we became this little bubble in the middle of like the countryside near Bath. Um, and it, it's just a, it's an amazing place. It's got you know some some studios you you get told about the heritage, and it can be an elephant in the room in, in a in a really good way, but sometimes it can be an elephant in the room in a bad way. But it definitely I think it feeds a lot of the energy there. And they've just got the unbelievable stuff. It's you know, it's a thought it's a purpose built space. Mm. So well thought out. Everyone's kind of sharing this big large space which allows people to create their own little space within it. <clears throat> and I think that that, that allowed for our for each person to be creative in their very own way. Oftentimes when you're in a band, you kind of have to unite or go with one person's creative burst. Yeah. Whereas I think that because we each had our own space and time, everyone was able to like nourish each other's kind of creative vibe. And it, it, it meant that, I don't know, it, it made the album just come out of us and it made the album easy. It was the easiest album we've made
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for you joe was it a a a great experience for you being there because you said you wrote kind of half of the songs while you were in the studio there
1: yeah i did that the the album before as well Mm -hmm. i think the difference was i was i was happy and yeah i was i was in a healthy place Uh, i also had kenny beats who works with rappers a lot um so as a co-producer with bowen here I think I benefited the most on a personal level from having Kenny there because he pushed me in like our personalities work very well together in a, in a working relationship, which is basically like zero patience. I would
2: say negative patience. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: we're both, Kenny and I are both very aggressive with each other. Yeah. um, When we're, when we're working afterwards, you know, it's very loving. We're very aggressive when we work together. um, But. That's what I need and that's what he needs. Well, actually no, he doesn't need anything. He's a very the reason why he's one of the best producers on earth is because he accommodates the person. He is not there with his ego to work in his anything into the record. He's there to allow the person that he's working with at that point in time to flourish. Mm-hmm. And he you know, everything was like snaps and snap. And that's how that's how I write on the spot. It's like freestyling, but it's like I've listened to the song 200 times, you know? I'm not just, I'm not going in like, well, what do I do? Yeah. I have like a palette ready and I have a, a song title or like a subject and then the, the melody in the room just flows and that's how it works. And to have someone who's just there pushing you makes it very fluid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a great experience. I loved it, yeah.
0: So Real World Studios in Bath, England. Was Peter Gabriel there?
1: He popped in once, apparently. We didn't see him. Okay. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I kept thinking I saw him out in the run, but it turned out that was just a local guy who <laughs> styles himself as Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Probably gets a
1: few free pints at yeah, the pub. Yeah, you know like I mean? right. He's actually in a place called Box next to Bath. Just mm. in case there's any um, boxing like, tribal violence going on between Box and Bath at the moment, we should clarify.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. I could see this album, the narrative of it, turning into like a movie for me when I mm. listened to the arc of it who would direct that movie do you think the story choose, of crawler
1: i mean it's a good question lynn ramsey or pta paul thomas anderson oh, yeah. of course he's probably the best on earth right now
2: yeah
1: or because of the darkness of it actually the best would be the greek director who did um the sacred killing of a deer because there's mm. a surrealness to to all of our music that's coming out more now because I'm being more poetic. Yeah. And I like, you know, I never used to write naturally. The reason why I wrote the way I did is because I see it as a challenge. Hmm. And I wanted to be as kind of like obvious and blunt an instrument as possible. And and you that's what the first three albums were. And then I wanted to work on things that I was not good at, which is narrative and poetry. I mean, I'm not not good at poetry, but I don't do it in songs. I write poetry. And my granddad brought me up on poetry, but it wasn't something I, I put in song. Because I love the challenge of being as obvious and vulnerable and naive as possible in our music before. And now. now I'm ready to write poetry. So I think the, surreal, the surreal, surrealism and the really sinister dark humor. He did like The Lobster and oh, yes. uh, The Favourite.
0: I love that.
2: Look Him Up.
0: I'm putting it out there in the universe for the album to be made into film
2: written by jesse armstrong i think excuse me i'll write the bloody way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he
0: writes poetry and then he's gonna try he's gonna pivot into screenplays well actually my I,
1: I studied film at uni Did to you? be a screenwriter yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then i discovered um music
0: rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are kind of just returning to the States. I know you were here back in fall of 2021, returning here uh, to the States to to play at Coachella. Your first show was in San Diego. Did I hear that there was like a a 10-year-old crowd surfer?
1: Uh, Yeah, Ian. Shout out to Ian. Um, Yeah.
2: There's a 10-year-old crowd surfer. There was an earthquake.
1: Oh, 4.6 on the Richter, baby.
2: What? I've said that too many times now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. That was ironic. (laughs) yeah Ian came out. It was bunny's birthday, uh, oh no, bunny just brought a bunny.
2: bunny bought a bunny. It was jasmine's birthday jasmine Jasmine's jasmine.
1: birthday, yeah
0: mm-hmm. eighteen so do your fans just write you or do you pay attention to social media like oh, these how... are people
2: just shouting at us from the front row, yeah,
0: oh my God, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, 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 Ian, I, I, Ian was sat on the barrier the whole time in front of his me. His dad was amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Just
1: keeping him safe, holding him up the whole time. Was it good. was cool.
0: Oh, that's so adorable.
2: Really risky place to be, if, you're, if you
1: ask I me. Know. But, but he, no, he, he was good.
2: I mean, the taking
1: stage, a leaf out of that 90s parenting, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His <laughs> stage
2: dive was incredible. He took a good run and, and landed it better than I've ever done. Did a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only joking.
0: Ten, well, ten. A lot of your fans have just grown up with you. Um, so I'm sure that with this new record of yours and, and you talking about uh, things that you've gone through with substance abuse mm-hmm. and such, have you been able to talk with your fans about that after shows of people come up to you and say like, thank you so much for writing this? And I know I'm asking that in just a weird time in our lives where it's been quarantined, so you probably haven't had a lot of interaction. But
1: no, 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 it's not a weird question. We've been touring since November last year, um, so we have plenty of time to interact with our fans. Yes, mm-hmm. is the is the quick answer. I've uh, you know, there's a, there's a there's a line, okay, and I hope this comes across the right way. But I write my lyrics for me. Mm. I would have I would have died or I'd be in prison now if it wasn't for these guys. That's a fact, dead dead or in prison, 100%. But my gratitude and my love is real. There's no virtue signaling and there's no sense of performance. Like anyone that knows me knows I cannot perform. I'm not a liar. I can't act, but I write the songs for me. Before I was in the band and when I was really in a dark place with addiction And when my mum was dying and before that, when she wasn't dying, but very ill, I was very lonely, very lonely. Mm. And I used the music to not feel alone. And as my father taught me from a very young age, as an artist himself, that art is a language in which you can learn to be fluent if you learn your craft first, learn your skill, and let that become second nature in order to be as fluent as possible when you move forward, in order to get what you want from your audience. And that can be anything. And, you know, as you can tell from the world of art, it can create any sort of emotion. For me, it's to feel like I'm part of something bigger than myself, but also the real beauty. And when, you know, you see me cry on stage, it's because I realize that I've created, we have created, a place where other people also feel like they're not alone. That's the key. That's that's what I. That's how I survived. Loneliness and actually being alone are very two different things. I think it's very hard in this world to be alone, but loneliness is rife. And I think music and art can bring people together. Call it cliched, but sometimes they're right. And this one's true. And we just want to create. A, a community of people that feel safe and loved.
0: Yeah. I love that. um You're going to play us one more song? No. This one's a rocker. You got it. You can't leave us hanging.
1: Oh, Crowell. Yeah. Yeah. Exclamation mark. Love that. Um, thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, this is Idols in our studio. This is Indie 1023. <laughs> Cindy, 102.3 Idols in our studio. Crawl from the new record Crawler. It's the band's fourth album. It's out now. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today at our studio. Wish you best of luck.
1: Thank you, Alicia. Thank you very much.